Well, hello, and welcome to Cartridge Cinema Club episode 84. My name is Mark Champlin, and today I'm joined by Alex Wallace. What is up, girls and gays? Where do we even, where do we even start this week? So, uh, I mean, at the beginning of the show, we we argued whether or not to, to talk about this, because... Yeah. Okay, let we, me... Yeah. <laughs> let me, okay, so... If you're not if you're listening to this in the future or if you're just if you just haven't been on Twitter lately or if you don't care about this kind of thing which can't blame you um so I, I felt like it was weird to not talk about this so we're gonna talk about it a little bit you know um so obviously uh in the past week uh there have been um a an, an overwhelming amount of um allegations made about notable figures in the competitive super smash brothers community um if you're one of the people that listens to this podcast that found it like not through smash twitter somehow which i think is probably like eight people but if you're one of those eight people and i know you're out there um you know that that is you know the competitive smash community is kind of uh where you know I got my start in my career. It's where I still do a lot of the work that I do, you know, as, as in my position uh, in esports. And and Mark has obviously, you know, he has also like kind of been around the community for for a few years now as well. Yeah, we we met at an in person Smash event yeah, we that, did. <laughs> that you were hosting. That, yeah. that I sure was. Um, and uh, yeah, and so it's been uh, it's been really fucking. It's been rough, man. Like, there's, like, a Reddit thread. There's, like, a Reddit mega thread of all of the, like, allegations and responses to those allegations. Like, just, like, a database of twitloggers. And yet you just keep scrolling and it just keeps going. And it's, like, it's, like... The fact that that was needed is... It boggles the mind. Yeah, and it's, like, it's, like, it's, it's not just, like, you know... Oh, this this Marth player from Nebraska is a predator. Get him the fuck out of here! It's like this dude that has been a pillar of the community for a decade uh, mm-hmm. is a rapist. Like it's it's like that, um, and it's been really exhausting um, because it's happening while you know the rest of the world is still going on, and we're in the middle of uh, you know a nightmare scenario in a lot of right. ways right now. And this was just like another layer of that um and i i really don't want to talk about it that much uh i think mark is gonna you're gonna kind of say your piece on this and we're kind of gonna move on because i'm just i'm just sad and tired (laughs) i don't don't think i have much to say yes sad and tired sums it up um and uh i don't want to say like like it's very glib to say there are more important things going on in the world which is it's true but it's also not true because like when like when the smash community is like your world and this has like been like your escape for a long time and then you know these community figures that uh whether you like it or not you put trust in to provide you entertainment for years and they and it comes out that they were like grooming underage girls Ho- horrible stuff i won't get into the the details all i was going to say is just that the the thing about smash tournaments is like the super smash brothers community is a grassroots community with zero centralized governing or power. Um, so therefore, like, no real accountability um, for these people who, you know, rise in the ranks here. Um, chronic, chronic hero worship. Like, blind like blind fandom 
of these figures who are good at pushing buttons in a certain sequence and are not, you know, famous for any other reasons. Um, and therefore we should not trust them to have good politics or good opinions or be a trustworthy person morally. Um, and these tournaments are full of unsupervised children because the games were designed for children. Right. So yeah. all I want to say is like that environment, like somehow ended up full of pedophiles. Like, like it makes sense. If you think about it, it doesn't make it any less awful, but us meaning not really the two of us. Cause we don't really go to tournaments that often, but anymore, but people who still go to these tournaments, the, need to step the fuck up and like first of all i don't think children should be there unsupervised anymore i'm not i'm not gonna go on a whole like yeah listen man like i i yeah. listen <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to do this like i have listen yeah. i've been on podcast and sat and talked about what i think we need to do about tournament safety um and on a lot of those podcasts i was wrong um and i'm having to reevaluate a lot of those things and this there's a lot true. of people who are still involved in the community a lot more than i am who are running tournaments um, who have better ideas and who, uh, whose opinions are more relevant here. So I don't really want to talk about that that much. I think the thing that you really wanted to get at um, at the end of the day is like, be careful about your f- fucking parasocial relationships, man. No, yeah, that's, streamers that's the aren't fucking, your fucking friend. Yeah. I'm not your friend. Mark is not your friend. That's the word of the day is the parasocial relationship thing. I posted kind of a Twitter thread that was like, you know, there's still people saying, oh, thank God my favorite community figure didn't do anything. Like, motherfucker... You're missing maybe the fucking they did. point. Yeah, God, That's, like, you're when, missing. First of all, maybe they did, and second of all, the point is kill your fucking idols. Yeah, when 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 the, when these motherfuckers when some when some fucking guy that that you know like is funny when he plays video games gets on a is is in a Twitter clip and he's saying like, hey, I think harassment is bad. Don't respond with thank God our unproblematic king is still with <laughs> like. I see like, that all the time. You're missing like, the fucking all- point. Man, you can't treat people like this. You, like... Especially people you don't fucking know. That's the thing. These are people that you do not know. You feel like you... Listen, you, person that listens to this podcast every week, you feel like you know me. Unless you're Mm -hmm. Sophia, (laughs) (laughs) who is also listening to this podcast, you don't fucking know me, and you don't know Mark, and and you should not feel personally attached that closely to people who make podcasts and videos that you like it's just not it's just not yeah. healthy it's just the, not the, healthy and it's gonna kill yeah. you when they turn out to be pedophiles the it's- the last the last thing that i was gonna say is just that like with the tiny amount of power and influence that i have through this podcast i'm confident someone with this level of influence could still manipulate you know fans and community members extremely yep. easily with that in mind like, do not trust me any further than you can throw me. Like, morally, like, like you can like my opinions, you can like the things I say, and uh, we might, you know, talk sometimes. It's a small community. We're going to get to know you guys, but, like, you don't know us. We are, we're not friends. Keep us at a safe, healthy distance. It's a lot easier for you to be disappointed and distance yourself as a fan of mine if it comes out that something horrible is there, rather than, like, feeling like the heartbreak of like being betrayed by a friend because i'm i'm not your friend i'm i'm not yeah <laughs> that's yeah for the record and that's I, that... as far as i know i think mark's 
a good dude seems like it. I'm Mark Yeah, friend. this isn't this isn't uh, like damage control because yeah. something bad's gonna yeah, come it, out. I was like, I was like, it's kind of started to sound like it. To be clear, that's not what we're doing. It's just like you know, keep your healthy I'm, distance. But you know, I'm letting I, you guys letting you guys down easy. Break, break your ties now before the bad stuff comes man, out. Man, I'm 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 listen. I'm Mark's friend in real life, and I think he's all right. Um, she knows all the bad things I've done, and <laughs> none of them are that kind of bad things. Some of them yeah. are. You know, listen, you know, people are complicated. Um, <laughs> they and, sure are. And, and, you know, there isn't like a switch inside of you that moves between, oh, you're an abuser or you're a good yeah. person. It's just yep. like being fucking accountable to yourself. OK, this is the other thing I'm going to say. Um, I feel like a lot of the, the, the big common response that you see when when these things come up is like, guys, what the fuck? It's so easy to not be a predator. Um, and I think when you say that, especially like if you're a dude saying that you're like letting yourself off the hook, um, you're, you're, you're telling yourself, Oh, I'm nothing like those guys. You're probably in some ways kind of like those guys, not entirely, but Mm -hmm. we all have really fucked up ideas about sex and about gender and about consent, uh, that we have been taught since birth and we all need to unlearn those things. And I think, um, when you say things like that, you know, like you're letting yourself off the hook. You're, you're saying, you know, I, I don't have to think deeply about things that I might've done to make people uncomfortable in my life. I'm separating myself from that. Try not to really think about, really think about some of your behavior when you're in a horny hormone haze. Yeah. Like, yeah. Really think about the, the, the way that you think and operate during those times. Like (laughs) you might be a creepy dude. Like, I'm sorry. You, you might've been a creep. You might've made people uncomfortable and your homies definitely did. And you definitely might not have stood up for whoever they were making uncomfortable. Yeah. We've, we've, we have, we have all. We have all been a part of this in some way. You know, we all we have things. We can all do better. Yeah, we can all do better. I think that's a good place to leave. Remember before the show, yes. we were like, okay, I want to talk about the, the Smash thing for like two seconds and then just move on. And then we ended up talking about it for 10 minutes. Oh, God, uh, it's been 10 minutes. It sure Fuck. has. Um, so <laughs> um, before before we move on to um, uh, this week's entertainment, and that's weird. Usually I say entertainment or like the film that I'm saying in a sarcastic way, but I really have no derision for, for what we watched this week. Um, but I think we wanted to like kind of just briefly touch back on some of the stuff that we talked about two weeks ago now because we missed an episode because yeah. I pulled a cord out of my microphone wrong and broke it and had to buy a new one. Um, Thanks a lot, Blue, makers of the Blue Yeti. <laughs> Listen, it was your... entirely my fault. I was being, <laughs> I was being unsafe with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, so we, we, we talked a little bit about, um, like, getting involved with mutual aid uh, last yeah, week. Yeah, we on that mutual aid shit. Yeah, um, and, you know, uh, something that I'm really thinking about a lot, especially because, um, so, you know, uh, Denver is not going to have its revolutionary moment right now, you know? Um, I, like, understand that, um, you know, like, we, there are a lot of cities that are still having, like, massive gatherings every single day um and that's incredible but that's not what's happening here that's just not what what the energy is and so you know i had to like take a step back and be like all right what the fuck am i about what am i doing because you know like you can call yourself a socialist you can call yourself a communist or fucking anarchist or whatever you know whatever whatever floats your boat (laughs) with that stuff um but what are you doing Um, and that's something that I've been thinking about a lot is like, well, I claim that I believe these things. I claim that I believe that, you know, 
housing and food and water are human rights. I, you know, I claim to believe that, you know, workers should own the means of production. I claim to believe all these things, but what am I doing about it? Um, and so I think that with that in mind, it's important to like pick a thing that you can focus on where you are and, and, and stay focused on that, um, and work on that and get involved with that. And, and, um, so for me, I, I, you know, I talked about this a bit last week, but for me, that's like, that has become homelessness, um, in Denver because it's so, uh, present and so, uh, you know, it's so obvious that there is a problem and it's so obvious that the city doesn't fucking care about these people. Um, in Denver in the past few weeks, we have had two instances where the city, uh, basically people figured out that the city were going, was going to do a sweep of one of the homeless camps and hundred people showed up both times in the past few weeks that this has happened to stop them from doing it. And the city never showed up. Um, and that has been empowering and it's been exciting to see that people care. Um, and so I've been just trying to do more work with that. Um, I've been like working with a local, um, mutual aid organization that's focused on helping the homeless. Um, and like going to that, you know, I went, I went to a meeting by myself, you know, um, and like to talk to people and got to know people and like going to those meetings. I like met other people who were working in different mutual aid organizations and like got to know people and got phone numbers and started, you know, doing it. And it's like, you know, I, I want to be clear that like, I am not an activist. I am not an organizer, at least not up until this point. It's maybe, maybe I'm starting to move in that direction. But the reason that I like talk about this on this podcast is because I want people to understand like you can you really like you can just go do this i don't have yeah. experience i don't know what i'm doing but there are people out here who do have experience and ha and you know they are running organizations and they are and you can go there and say hey i want to help what can i do and they will be so excited that you said that um and if you come back the week after with like several of your cool gay friends they'll be even more excited <laughs> oh yeah you know um and so i don't know i i think like you know, if you're in a position where you can do that, I think you should be doing it. You know, if you really believe these things, you should be trying to act in ways that you can. And I understand that there's yeah. there's different places where people are able to act. A lot of people can't fucking leave their homes right now, you know? Um, that That's that, that's actually, that's what I signed up to do, actually, is yeah. there's a uh, black, indigenous, people of color uh, run um, mutual aid organization in San Diego called uh, We All We Got. And that's um, real good. I, I like that. <laughs> that's really yeah. good. <laughs> it's really good. We all we got San Diego. Um, check them out online. Um, yeah. But I uh, I signed up on the rotation to be a delivery driver um, for them uh, on the weekends uh, to uh, deliver um, food and pick up prescriptions and medication for people who are, you know, immunocompromised, who are out of work, who can't leave the house right now, who are disabled. Yeah. Um, and that's the type of shit I'm going to be doing. Um, we'll see, we'll see where that leads me. Um, yeah, but, that's you know, the, that's you got to start somewhere. Thing. Yeah, that's the thing, right, man? It's like you, you know, you're not going to be going out there and being fucking Che Guevara on your first day, you know. But no. like, start doing stuff. Start getting out there. Start talking to people. I listen. I own I own a car and I work from home. Mm -hmm. uh, and I have a mask, meaning I don't get you know. Meaning I am not out and about and exposing myself all the time. And I also have a car and a lot of these people don't have those, uh, <laughs> they don't yeah. have those luxuries and I'm going to help the people that don't. 
yeah, help your neighbors. That's yeah, help that's kind of that's kind of all, all I wanted to say about that. Oh yeah, I guess yeah. I guess the 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 org that I I've been uh, uh, doing stuff with is called Denver Homeless Out Loud. Um, mm-hmm. They're fucking awesome, uh, and I'm really excited about that stuff. Um, yeah, let's talk about the fucking movie. It's been <laughs> sixteen it's minutes. Tw- yeah, getting close. <sighs> Yeah, I, th- I mean, this is just the podcast now, right? I feel, you know, like, you know, we had that, we had that week of, you know, that first weekend where, where shit was really popping off and like, there was a need to talk about it. And now, it's just kinda, week. now I just kind of feel like this is, this is just how the show is. And I don't know if you have a problem with that. I guess you could just like skip halfway through the episode every week if you just want to hear us talk about video game movies, you know, like, that's fine. Yeah, I'm okay with free. that. I'm okay mm-hmm. with that if you just want to hear us talk about video game movies. I'm not a, that doesn't offend me. I understand. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna put a timestamp to like where no, you. No, I'm not gonna make it, it easy you, for you. I'm gonna make it. Wor- I'm gonna <laughs> like you're gonna have to work for it. <laughs> but, Listen, you know. eventually, you guys. Eventually, you assholes have to get involved with the mutual aid too. This is the point. <laughs> yeah. All right. What did we watch this week, Mark? We watched uh, that their yokai watch movie. Um, it's a 2014 uh, Japanese uh, anime movie. Uh, and it's, uh, it's a whole lot of fucking fun. It came out in the, came out in the U S, uh, I believe in 2016. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't think it says here, but it was nice because, you know, it feels recent and, uh, it feels, you know, very, uh, up to date. Yeah. And, it has uh, that, the, the, it has that, um, it has that, it has that adventure time sensibility, you know? Yeah, totally. I, I, I was going to say it has that like illumination style of humor, but that's yeah. doing it a disservice. Um, it, but you, you know what I mean when I say like the type of animated movie from the 2010s where like, if you're a parent and you go with your kids, you'll get just as much fun out of it. Cause yeah. the humor is, uh, it appeals to adults as well. Yeah. I, I, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to explain the plot of the Yokai Watch movie. Um, which is gonna be a little tricky, but we're we're gonna get there because first. Did you know anything about Yokai Watch going um, into this? Like as far as the plot goes, I just knew there were little guys. I just That's knew there. I, knew. I just knew there were guys, and the guys are really fucked up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and I knew that. Like you know, I know that Yokai are like you know. Uh, ghosts from Japanese folklore. They're like dead. They're like dead people. Like pretty much. Yeah. Well, uh, we were actually of uh, 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 Brit and I were talking about this in the Discord, and it's like she was saying that it's like like yokai are uh, Japanese folklore stories used to explain like various like natural phenomena, but as explained by ghosts, and so that that's the whole thing. Uh, but in this, they're just Pokemon. Um, yeah. <laughs> in this, they're just really fucked up looking Pokemon. Um. Okay. So the pre- okay. So first, you have to explain the premise of the yokai watch TV show. And, and also probably the video game. I don't know. I haven't played it. Um, and then we'll talk about the, the, the premise of the, the movie. So the premise of the show is that is that Nate is a shonen protagonist type. And he's the only one who can see the yokai. Um, and, and, and he also has a watch that lets him summon the yokai that are his friends. And they fight evil, probably. I don't know. I've never watched the show. Are you with me so far? Okay. In Yokai Watch the Movie... There are some evil yokai called the Wicked's, and they are using some kind of fucked up time powers, and they have disappeared the yokai watch from time, which is really bad because Nate needs it um, to summon monsters so he could fight evil. Probably, I don't, I don't, probably, like, like probably, right? Like that's probably what he's doing. Okay, the watch is good, and it's bad that he doesn't have it anymore. Yeah, the watch is cool <laughs> as fuck, so it's a real bummer that he doesn't have it because it looks tight. <laughs> 
it's true. When it they do, when they do dope. their magical girl transformation and put the yokai metal into the yokai watch, and then it summons a yokai, it, it looks tight. Um, I like that his little catchphrase when he does that is "yokai watch, do your thing." Yeah, I was like, all right, that's that, yeah. that's nice. That's so, funny. so 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 he has to go. He has to go back in time. I don't really, I don't really understand why, but he has to go back in time, and he has to meet his grandpa Nathaniel. Who, who, who it turns out is Professor Oak in the end. Yeah, who yeah. It really <laughs> is like if you've listened to the episode that we did about Pokemon Forever, it's kinda like that. Um yeah. but like not um not as creepy because they yeah. don't fall in love in this one. <laughs> um, listen to that Pokemon Forever episode if you haven't. It's it's something it's quite a movie. It's quite a film. Um yeah, and, and, and so he has to team up with his grandpa from the past, but you know, so they're both kids and they and they and they fight evil and that's and that's the movie. Um how did you feel about the Yokai Watch movie, Mark? Um I like the fucked up Pokemon. Yeah. Me too. I like them. I like them a lot. I, I watched this I watched this thing in, in one sitting. I was I was I, I had a couple of Diet Dr. Peppers mm-hmm. uh and I was just I just fucking powered through this thing, and I was like, "Yeah!" the whole yeah. time. Any anytime another one of those guys comes, I was like, "Yeah!" And um, oh, so I really liked that. You know, there we've got a core group of like three to five different like little guys, yeah, um, mo- mostly cats. Um, yeah. <laughs> but then at the end, where all the yokai come and help oh, out so uh, for the final battle. There's so many fucked up guys. They look, the, the guys are like I, I really care on express cats with man faces and shit. There's yeah, do, there's dog. There's sexy dog people. So um, so I, I mentioned last week that like my only familiarity with yokai watch is that I like spent an afternoon with my friends once looking up all the really fucked up yokai and we made them all our profile pictures for a week because yeah. we love them so much. And some of those yokai showed up at the end of the movie and I popped off. I was yeah. like, I know that one. That's Dan was, Doodle. That's the sheep with the face of a man. What about the the, the old man who kind of had monkey limbs and he was like yeah. had a broom that he the, hit people with? Yeah, the dog. There is a dog man. There's yeah. it's it's spectacular. I this movie is batshit and I'm here <laughs> for it. It's I, um, yeah, it, it's basically just, you know, it, it's the plot is like a Pokemon movie plot, but just the writing is very sharp and very witty. The, the, the voice acting is a lot of fun. Um, it looks really like pretty, like it the colors, good. the colors really reminded me of a studio, like Ghibli type of situation, just in terms of like the, the coloring. Yeah. Just the palette. It, it's the palette. This is not a Ghibli movie. It doesn't look no, bad. It, it, it like, doesn't it, evoke yeah, it any Ghibli that. like feelings. It yeah. just has that bright, like, you know, the way that like water and forests, like colors look yeah. in those movies. Yeah. It looked kind of like that. Um, yeah, this is, um, this is maybe the most, uh, oh, yeah, well, my guy can breathe fire. Oh, yeah, well, my guy can shoot lightning out of his head, and that kills your guy that breathes fire. Oh, well, my guy has a lightning shield that's the ass movie I have ever seen in my entire life. It is that yeah. for, for 90 minutes straight. Like <laughs> it, it reminded me a little bit of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but, like, much more for kids. Yeah, it, it's like it, 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 the, the new elements are just being introduced at all times, and they're never explained to you and you just gotta the, just roll with it and it's 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 a lot yeah, of fun the i was pa- i was immensely satisfied with the clip of the that the movie runs at yeah it it it's it's you know occasionally it'll like take a little time and like slow down a lot and then but most of the time it's going real fucking fast all the time just moving like man you it's yeah it's a 
It's a lot. Um, the localization is kind of fucked up sometimes, and I feel like sometimes I don't know what happened in it. Like, like some of the jokes won't make sense, because I feel like it's like, oh, something happened, but this probably made sense in Japanese, but they couldn't figure out how to make it work, so the movies are just gonna move on, and this character took this action that doesn't make any sense to us, but let's just, we'll just keep moving. And through all of that, I'm just like, man, this, this shit is pretty good. I really like all the cats. The they're you know, so they got the you got your you got your regular kitty that hangs out with with Nate all the time, and he's he's got two tails with like Charmander fire on the end of him, and he's just like a little guy, and I'm just like really here for that. And then there's like a superhero version of that guy, and he's like basically Nibbler from Futurama, and that's real oh, good. Yeah. And then my favorite part of the movie is that the mightiest yokai is also a cat, and he's like. And, and he's, like, an old, like, cat with, like, a wizard staff, you know, and he kicks a lot of ass. He's, like, Yokai Cat Yoda or whatever. Um, and, and but canonically, like, at one point, you know, they pull out the, the, the Pokedex, you know, and they're like, oh, if he's the strongest Yokai, but if he, after he, he's, he's really old, so after he fights, he has to take a nap for the whole day. <laughs> and that's... That's... Yeah, they they all look adorable, and they all have uh, Nyan at the end of their name, um, and they all say Nya. And um... yeah, whenever whenever he says like nothing or no, he says nothing or no. Yeah. And it's really precious. It's, yeah, it's I... weird. It's weird that it, it's it's not. An, it, it sounds like that would be annoying, but I. It's like it doesn't happen so often that it's annoying. Instead, it's just adorable. <laughs> yeah, it happens just enough to like not be annoying and also not be like weird or horny. Like I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad that it. I mean, well, there was one part where they pull basically a butt plug out of. Uh, out of a cat's butt and then he explodes yokai energy there's some weird butt stuff in this movie but the butt stuff doesn't feel horny the butt stuff no. feels like seven-year-old haha there's a butt like it's not yeah yeah like he farted yeah there's a lot yeah. of that the, but that thing was a butt plug though like it it was a butt plug <laughs> yeah no there was a listen yeah that listen a lot of things happened in this movie and if we try to describe all of them we're gonna be here all day um uh, i would like to briefly talk about um like i i think that this stuff like, one of the reasons that I thought this was good is because, like, the emotional heart of the story, like, kind of works. And I was like, it oh, totally shit. It totally works. Because that, like, usually doesn't happen in movies like this. It's like, oh, it was goofy and fun and, like, yeah, whatever. The, but, like, the thing is, like, he goes back to, to, to team up with his grandpa, but he never knew his grandpa in his, like, regular timeline because yeah. his grandpa died before he was born. Yeah. So he's, you know, he's getting to know this person who apparently influenced like so much of the way that he is as a person and he's yeah. getting to like see how that happens and it's great because he's like such a douchebag like yeah. his grandpa is like this like weird nerd asshole who's like obsessed with like emulating a comic book character um and and is just like really dismissive of nate and just like it and doesn't want to be friends with anybody doesn't want to make friends with the yokai um, and then you learn that the reason that he's like that is because he had a, like, when he was growing up, he had a friend that was, like, a few years younger than him, and he told him he'd always protect him, and then a bunch of bullies beat the shit out of him, and he didn't do anything, and the yeah. kid was like, I hate you. Like, he actually says that, and I was like, oh, shit, like, yeah, this is real. Like, the kid is like, you said you'd protect me, and you didn't. I hate you. And he leaves. And it's, I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. Yo, can't watch that. me be kind of slapped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And um and then and then the movie and then the and then the climax of the movie, uh the villain shits out a giant demon um to fight all the yokai. And like that happens and, and she like loses kind of, I guess. Um but then the movie has another climax where yeah. um the villain so there's a climax and then there you know like like okay, like you, there's like forty minutes left of the movie, and they're already uh, starting to storm the final dungeon, and I'm like, what the fuck is gonna happen? Like, how is this gonna take forty minutes to resolve this? And the reason is that they have two climaxes. They have a climax, and then there's immediately another climax right afterwards. Yeah, this is this is you fought Ganondorf, and then you killed him, and then he turned into Ganon. This <laughs> yeah. is this is a real, but it's like in the in the in a game you see it coming with this it's like oh this really did feel like the end but now there's more yeah so the, the okay so there's the really really weird part where the villain um who is like this old lady witch demon yokai um who tells us her tragic backstory about how she was in prison for a crime she didn't commit when she was young and she spent her entire life rotting in prison for no reason um, and then, and then as a result, uh, she decided that she, once she was a yokai, she was going to get revenge on the entire world. And then the, the, the protagonists really don't have anything to say about that. And then she explodes. We move, we move right the fuck past yeah, that. Then we, just, yeah, she... we just move right on from that. And then, and then she, and she explodes obviously. Cause what else are you going to do? Um, and then, and then she turns into the final boss from Sonic Adventure 1. And yeah, totally. <laughs> I really... I really cannot stress, really cannot stress enough how much the end of this movie is the end of a 3D Sonic game. If you have ever played <laughs> any of those games, like, they literally, like, they go supersonic at the end. Like, you know, they get they get charged up from whatever fucking magic bullshit they got, and the, and the yokai go fucking supersonic, and they fly around, and they fucking shoot this big monster with, you know, and they... they it's the end of a 3D Sonic game. It plays out in front of you, and it's great because it's a bunch of cat superheroes doing it, and it rules, and the movie is awesome. Um, and, but, 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 I don't, hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe my favorite fourth wall break of all time I, happens right here. I didn't know how to feel about this <laughs> because... Because I felt like the movie was doing my job. Because the movie did the thing that yeah. I would have said. <laughs> Literally. Lit okay, I'm just... You're, I, you wouldn't believe this if I quoted it, so I'm yeah. going to play this clip. This is only happening because we had the villain trapped, so she had to turn into a CGI monster in order to make the movie more exciting! Ah! The, the, the crazy thing is, like, how many times have we watched an anime movie, right? Yeah. And there's bad CGI in it. And then we say, oh man, they really had to bring in bad CGI they for the end They gotta bring in the, 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 the CGI <laughs> monster at the end. And he just says it. And I was just like, yeah, okay, I guess. Like, like fuck me, I guess. I guess we don't have to do a podcast because the podcast is in the movie. You know, sometimes <laughs> when, when a movie is like cheeky about its usage of a trope and it's like yeah we're doing the this trope i sometimes i hate that yeah. but in this case this completely absolved them of it because it was so funny that like i was actually completely okay with it i just i just couldn't fucking believe that he said cgi <laughs> i could not believe that that line was in there like amazing i that man the fact that like that got to print and no one was like you can't 
do that. Kids are gonna not know what that means. That really <laughs> brought the movie from like a three to a four for me. Yeah, like, out, out of five. It was, I was like, like, that was that was great. I don't know if I wasn't like excited when that happened. I was like stunned. Like I don't. I, I, I like didn't know what to do. I was like, <laughs> I felt so lost. Yeah. Oh God. Um. Is there anything else that you want to say about uh, the Yokai Watch movie? Um. That's Yokai Watch, baby. Yeah, we're pretty uh, positive I'm... on it. <laughs> I, it's this is by far the best Pokemon movie that we've watched for the the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I think it it's might, more fun, better it written. Be. Um, it doesn't rest on its laurels like Pokemon movies, like are driven by the fact that Pokemon are so good. Mm-hmm. Like, but this movie was like it had like an okay story and the characters weren't shit. Yeah, so I think that was nice. I think what I'll say is like if my kid was really into Yokai Watch and like they were watching this movie, I would be like, yeah. This, yeah, I'd be yeah, all fucking thing, right. Yeah, I'd be all for it. Like, yeah, this thing is it's fun and it's cute and like I really like the kitties. I know I said that, but it's just like when the kitties go Super Saiyan at the end and they and they get like their their like, you know, like magical girl transformation in the big block text and then yeah. one of the other kitties is like, "Man, I want that big block text. Hit me with that power ram." Like, yeah. all right. This movie I this movie I would, can hang, like you know. Yeah, it it can, I, and I would buy a uh, mega neon plush. Yeah, if I saw one online for less than forty five dollars, <laughs> which I won't. All right, I think that's gonna do it. What are we watching next week, Mark? I felt clever for this one. I really, I thought, yeah, I really this, got him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're watching um, where in the world is Carmen San Diego, um, which. <laughs> Was I used to watch the fuck out of this show, man? I I was. Oh, that's I, interesting because I've never seen it. I was just old enough. Okay, so yeah, so it's a half hour TV show. Um, it's like a quiz show based on Carmen Sandiego, which was a computer game series uh, created by uh, Broderbund Software. Sure. Yeah. So um, briefly, because I feel like there's a lot of people who probably don't know what Carmen Sandiego is, like the yeah. video game Carmen Sandiego. It was like it was like an edutainment PC game. So where... back in the day, kids. Yeah. Okay. All, everybody, everybody listening to this who's below the age of like twenty-two. Um, <laughs> back in back in the day, right? There was a genre of like PC, like window, Windows, like learning games. Yeah. And they fucking rocked. Okay. Yeah. These games were the shit and everyone fucking played them. Yeah. They and were, Carmen they, San Diego was one of them. Yeah. They were point and click adventure games, but more yeah. geared towards children and teaching you stuff. So I have no experience with Carmen San Diego, the TV show. I have played, I played like one of the edutainment games. Definitely. But I, ne- I have never seen this game show that it is that that I think is probably more well known than those computer games, mm-hmm. um, and also apparently happened like a decade later, which is really weird because the game the 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 original Carbon San Diego games are from like 1985, and the show was coming out in like 95, um, which is real weird. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I I watched the I watched the reruns of this show after it was in syndication, like in the like late 90s when it was no longer like 
new. Yeah, I'm I yeah, definitely aging myself, but yes, I I was old enough to remember the TV that I watched in the late 90s. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, this and, was this 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 yeah. show was coming out like right as I was born. So it's coming into consciousness. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um where can people find the podcast on the internet, Mark? Uh, if you were so inclined, you could follow us on Twitter at Cartridge Cinema. That's at Cartridge Cinema. You can join the Discord. It's a whole lot of fun. That's linked on the Twitter. If you go there, it's in the pinned post on the Twitter. You can find us on iTunes and Spotify, SoundCloud, your favorite podcasting app. We're there. Um, you can rate us. That would be chill. Uh, the music is by DJ Tin Man. The art is by Courtney Kaufman. For me, it was Tuesday. Fuck cops. Don't join the military. Uh, Fuck gamers. My my take my take is that um, the future is uh, regional codes of conduct uh, with like sort of coalitions uh, between TOs and in in smaller regions because they're able to act a lot faster uh, than a national Mm -hmm. group like the uh, SSB Code of Conduct panel uh, can. No shade on the Code of Conduct panel. They're good people. They're doing their best. But you know it's it's. uh, I, I really truly believe that like um, the most important thing and, the, and the, the thing that needs to be happening proactively is uh, uh, organization of TOs, clear guidelines, clearly saying up front, this is not is what this is what is not fucking acceptable uh, at my events. Um, having a line of communication open, uh, like an anonymous uh, tip line yeah. for people to get in touch uh, with, you know, uh, the TOs and be able to make sure, you know, that there isn't anything, you know, fucked up happening. You can report when people are doing bad things. Um, and then also, um, you know, uh, like we need to be more, uh, mindful and responsible about minors, um, which is just something that the community at large has just been guilty of, uh, for a very, very long time. I'm guilty of this. Listen, man, I ran house, I ran house tournaments for a real long time and, you know, the people were drinking there and there would be minors there. And I was a fucking kid too, man. <laughs> like I was like, yeah. you know, 18, 19 when I, when I started running tournaments and I was not responsible enough. And you know, that's, that's just not fucking good enough. Um, you know, we need to be more prepared. We need to be on top of these problems. We can't yeah. be, we can't purely be reactionary in terms of these things. The, the word that that's I what... keep thinking of <laughs> is, uh, you know, like bottom up, like power, yeah. Um, type of thing where like you know every every local every like community comprised of multiple different locals like like it starts it starts it starts at the at the card shop where with 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 six people there yeah and and it should start the the, the power should be equally distributed um you know from from the bottom up that's that, yeah. that's all i'm saying like, and like everyone should... from the bottom up needs to be you know on board with not letting fucking creeps come to these tournaments. It should it should just be it should just be expected of you as a tournament organizer that that this is one of the things that you're aware of that you need to be like actively paying attention to and and mm-hmm. and should be like one of the first things that you're thinking about when you're hosting an event. Um and yep. that just hasn't been the case. Um so all of that is what I would say if this was a Super Smash Brothers podcast, but this is a podcast about video game movies. Uh, if you so- stuck around, then you got some extra Smash talk. <laughs> there you go. We we know you guys are wanting it. Listen, at least at least most of you probably were. I, I could talk about this issue all day. Hundred um, percent, same. And, and but the the truth of the matter is that it's 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 not my responsibility anymore. Um, I'm not doing that work anymore. And there are people who are, who 
are more deserving to be taking that time to be talking about it. Um, yeah. And, you know, I have complicated feelings about all this shit. You know, it's hard. All this stuff is hard. Um, and it's not, yeah, it's not simple. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's a podcast. <laughs> Anything else you want to say? We're just kind of, we're just kind of doing it now. We're fully, fully loose, Listen, untethered. I'm floating through space on this podcast right now. My, my slippy code is uh, M-A-R-K <laughs> number 175. I've decided that I'm main Marth now. Fuck Samus oh, 2020. Man. Um, I already changed my mind again. Shout outs to Nick, uh, AKA Splendid, who convinced me I, that if I felt held back by my character, I should fucking switch. On so my, on my on my on my death this will not this will never be a super smash brothers podcast i that's not what we're here to do i agree but yo my my down airs out of shield cross-ups with marth are looking better and better i can almost l cancel it every time oh my god thanks for listening girls and gays that's been cartridge cinema club goodbye